Hi, and welcome back to Soul Practice, Raw Conversations, Real Practices. I'm Phyllis Mathis. And I'm Kathy Escobar. We're happy to be with you. It's fall it's 2022. Fall. Yeah. Yeah, the leaves are changing here in Colorado. And yeah, we're just, we're, we're glad to be back. We're glad to be able to have these conversations again. And we always kind of make little lists of things that are really meaningful to us. And this one just never made it on last time. We had talked about it and it didn't. And so I am super happy today to be talking about um, some work that Phyllis brought to a group of us a chunk of years ago now. That was a long time. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. I mean, I want to say it's been almost 10 years. And it was um, centered on um, what are called the four gateways. She could, she's going to share more about it. Uh, but it really, for me, is a way to uh, live out of a more centered place and bring balance and healing and uh, really have some like a clear picture, I guess, mm -hmm. of a little bit about what's going on. Yeah. And we're, we're sort of out of whack and need some um, attention in some different directions and areas of our life. And it'll be just really fun. I just comes up in a lot of conversations when I'm walking alongside people who are healing, especially these shiftings and just people who are trying to be healthier. I come back to it a lot mm -hmm. because in my own story, it's been really helpful. So um, share with us more about that okay. and um, help us kind of dive in. I'm happy to. Uh, I think I want to put it in the whole context of just moving toward wholeness, <laughs> which I think is what we're all doing anyway, if you're paying attention. And for sure, the movement of the soul is always toward more wholeness. And by wholeness, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's integration, which is basically you, you define all the different parts of who you are. Like you let them be what they are. You discover them or you become aware of them. And then you link them together in some kind of meaningful way and that brings internal mm. healing and harmony and movement and like almost consolidation so you could kind of move <laughs> all together with yourself in one direction <laughs> that's the theory yeah. and and i i do think that there is that natural movement trying to happen all the time mm -hmm. and we get um, hijacked or we get waylaid or we don't quite understand what is the meaning of our existence or what are we supposed to be about here? Uh, but if you can kind of see that as a bedrock, that everything is trying to move together, mm. pull together in some kind of loving or compassionate or healthy way, um, then you can have a different lens on what's going on in your life and what's trying to happen. So um, the, the framework that I want to use comes from my friend Tom Daly, and um, it's a training that he does called the four gateways. And the four gateways are based on the four functions that were identified by Carl Jung forever ago. Yeah. So I, while you're listening, I just want you to think of a, of a cross, like a big cross. And um, at the top- It's better to think of it as a plus sign. A plus sign. <laughs> Like soul plus practice. Let's take the, <laughs> the cross plus sometimes sign. it's like, wait a second. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> sends us down a, a little allergic sometimes uh, place. It's non-religious. Yes. It is a 
plus sign. So at the top of the plus sign or in, in the north, if you think about a map, it's the direction of north, uh, we have the function of being. And on the other end, the vertical end of that, the, the low end of that is uh, the function of doing. So being and doing are kind of on a, uh, what do you call that? Axis. An axis <laughs> that pulls on the axis. And then on the, the left side is thinking. And on the right side is feeling. So those are the four functions. And if you've done any work with the Myers-Briggs, those are the four functions mm -hmm. that, uh, that are the basis of the Myers-Briggs thinking. But these are four energies. They're four functions that we have that if they're operating as they should, it pulls us together and, and uh, unites us and help us, helps us to understand each other, ourselves and each other in the world. So um, Jung likes to work with archetypes or old stories. Mm -hmm. And one of the, the ways that he did his stuff was he listened to old folk tales and you know ancient stories and themes that came up in the history of humanity. And, uh, and in those stories were these characters that were very iconic and um, he called them archetypes. So they, they sort of symbolize a whole bunch of stuff. So he puts archetypes on all of those four functions. So um, the, the being function would be the, the king or queen archetype, or we just call it sovereign. So we don't have to, he's, he or she, I whatever, like whatever, one, yeah. sovereign, sovereign. A sovereign is a ruler. Um, and in the doing function, we, he called that the warrior. And in the uh, feeling function, he called that the lover and in the thinking function, he called that the magician. So these are just, uh, it helps you kind of get a, a fuller flavor of, of those four functions. Okay. So today I'm just going to do a little overview so that we have an intro. Kathy's going to jump in from time to time to add some things. Um, but let's start with the one that we all love the best, which is the magician. <laughs> So um, thinking, thinking, I, thinking. I think we're the most familiar with magician because this is really how our whole culture runs. Um, the magician is the part of us that thinks, that comes up with ideas, that has creativity, that, um, that makes plans, that predicts the future, that analyzes things. And so absolutely we need the magician function. But like a magician, it can... Um, get a little bit so a little too much or a magician in the wrong direction would be would be when we overthink and try to solve everything with our thinking or we analyze everything and think that's all there is mm -hmm. or we describe something but never feel it or we come up with ideas but never execute you know this is this is what happens sometimes when we're just mostly magician there's a lot of sparking going on <laughs> and uh sometimes that's really great and it can it feels like it feels sparkly when you're doing something creative or you're having a great conversation or you're coming up with an idea or you're having an insight it has a certain feeling to it it's light and sparkly when your magician is doing something really healthy um and so we need our magician to to kind of help us understand ourselves in the world. 
Uh, so a healthy magician, creative, sparkly, comes up with ideas, moves us around along in the world. An unhealthy magician can get really dark. <laughs> so all of the the bad neighborhoods, like yeah. Anne Lamott talks about, um, in our minds, that's the magician sort of grinding on something or, or really trying to solve something that it can't solve. So it's making shit up as it goes, which is a magician trick all the time. And we have lots of errors that we can make um, cognitively and uh, it can get, it can overfunction and burn out. It can underfunction and um, just not show up not think, you know, very clearly or try to like people, people who just believe everything that they're told mm -hmm. their magician is falling asleep. Awesome. You know, if they're not thinking critically, you know, so, so we need our magician. Um, the thing to remember about the magician is that it's, it loves to control things by understanding them and um, predict things. So control and prediction is it's, best benefit so on on the other side of the plus side plus sign on the other pole is the feeling function which we call the lover so the the lover is all about emotions and connection emotions and connection it's centered in the heart and um it's really focused on just our emotional experience and our need for other people and for connection in the world. And so uh, a healthy lover is one that is full of compassion, who can connect deeply with people, who can feel a broad range and depth of emotions and maintain some kind of, you know, that, that adds a warmth and a color um, to our psyche. Uh, an unhealthy uh, lover, is one who is just completely governed by their emotions, who can't separate what's what's true from how they feel and can't regulate their emotions. So um, that's a, like an over-functioning lover. An under-functioning lover, of course, is one who doesn't feel things, who just shunts everything over to magician or warrior and um, just has no emotional tone or, or depth or is completely isolated, can't function in relationships and uh, doesn't understand connection very well or hides from it or is afraid of it. So anyway, I think we understand uh, emotions pretty well. So at the bottom then of the plus sign, we have the warrior, which is the doing function. So the warrior is the part of us that just gets shit done, you know, just basically executes. Um, but also that's the part of us that stands up for things, that sets boundaries, that says no, that says yes, that makes choices and um, gets us moving in the world. And so um, a healthy warrior is doing just that. It's, it's kind of listening to what's going on inside and getting that stuff done, prioritizing and just moving through and finishing things, starting things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that's a healthy warrior. An unhealthy warrior is very combative, as you can imagine, who's resistant to everything, yells about everything, <laughs> resists everything, 
or gallops off, you know, into uh, maybe unwise places. A collapsed warrior is someone who who can't seem to pull it together um, and decide what to do and then follow through and do it. So um, if your war warrior is not functioning properly, then there's not <laughs> there's not stuff getting done. And um, some of us have a little trouble with that. One. I love that uh, phrase, collapsed warrior. Yeah. I haven't heard that one before. I haven't yeah. heard you use that before. Yeah. So um, that's the warrior. And then at the top then of the, of the plus sign is the sovereign. Now this one, I think is the hardest one for us to understand. I think the other three, we kind of get it because we're operating in them most of the time. But the sovereign is the part of us that sees the big picture. So if you think about um, the sovereign on the throne in some kind of a kingdom, then um, you understand that that person is, is in charge, but also responsible. So they, what they do is they know what their kingdom is. They know the boundaries. They know what's within their sovereignty. Um, and they, their responsibility is to govern wisely, to know what's best and to gather resources and to, um, to kind of wisely establish the whole kingdom in the world, which sounds kind of weird too, because then what do, what do we do? But the, the sovereign is the part of us that knows who we are. Hmm that deep down underneath it all, even when we feel confused, knows who we are, knows what our purpose is, or at least has a sense for what our purpose is, and is connected to all of the resources that we have. So the sovereign is a part of us that's connected to whatever's larger than ourselves mm -hmm. and knows how to pull on those resources. Um, the sovereign is also the source of nourishment in the source of um of abundance and uh, another word we like to use which hopefully doesn't make you twitch is blessing and i like the word blessing because it it is it speaks of this kind of expansion and uh and abundance so a healthy sovereign is someone who kind of is comfortable with who they are who knows what they're about who has faith in their own like grounded self and knows how to access the resources that are beyond them. And what a nice thing to have, right? Oh, so that's huge. And of course, like all the, all the functions, the sovereign can go a little inflated. And so the sign of an inflated sovereign is one who's always trying to be the boss, always trying to boss people around who feels like they know it all and are, uh, are um, like ignorant of their own, uh, like they have a lot of blind spots <laughs> and who kind of blunder into the world trying to take, take control of everything. Um, care, you know, the, the typical Karen would be like an overinflated uh, mm. sovereign. Uh, um, the, the pompous CEO would be a, you know, maybe a male version of that. Um, and, but the collapsed uh, sovereign, this I think is more common 
in us regular people who aren't celebrities or you know have a lot of power power really is the thing with um with the sovereign is how you how you feel power and how you use power and so regular people don't necessarily do a whole lot about power exactly but um when a sovereign is collapsed then we have this sense of maybe drifting or not knowing who we are not understanding what we're about feeling a little bit lost and feeling isolated and alone. Like there's, there's no one for us. There's no one there. We can't access the, um, the goodness that's around us. And so it's really important to, um, to understand that we do have that part of ourselves. It does get lost. And because the function of being is hard to describe and, um, being is a thing we get nervous about <laughs> like we we try to be and then we're thinking what we should be doing yeah. instead yeah. so um i'm i'm really pursuing i guess or trying to listen for more of the sovereign uh thing these days and um so that's a that's an overview of the four functions and the four gateways. The thing about them is they have different energies. They feel different. And so you can kind of, as you're becoming aware, you can start to feel how magician energy feels in your body, how warrior energy feels. It's a very sharp kind of a energy. And the way um, lover energy feels is a softness around the heart. And the way the sovereign energy feels is like expansiveness and, and bigness and um, like standing up straight and embracing the whole of it. Mm -hmm. And I love that because it it's, I love all of the energies because you can tell how, what's going on with you if you feel a certain way in, in your body. So I don't know what else to say uh, about that. That's the kind of a short overview. I love, uh, there's so much, there's so much in here and we are going to be unpacking some of these and kind of tying, tying these four things in and, and building off some of them because they really are, um, central work, I think of the soul. Yeah. And, um, you know, on the practice side for me, it's always like how to embody these things. Mm -hmm. And I, I, from the minute we did it years ago, I really saw so clearly for me how my lover energy was just like off the charts hmm. and my warrior is super strong. Okay. But the looking at it, I didn't really, I didn't really see it. I knew that that's kind of like how I was moving and doing, there was something about hearing it and seeing how lopsided mm -hmm. really yeah. I was. And, um, and that we can never achieve perfect balance. Like that's not the idea, but the awareness of sort of this thinking and not, and what I love was I was listening to you, I was reminded, like, so sometimes those of us that are, our overactive thinkers. I, I, I can't think so much. Well, we need our thinkers. Yeah. And, um, and then we need our feelers <laughs> and we need our doers and we need our beings. 
the ability to be and to be grounded and rooted in our identity and to know who we are into that to me that's a sign of freedom um and i i am always reminded that the world kind of teaches us we need to bring everything into perfect balance mm. And there's no such thing as perfect, perfect balance. This came up at the autumn equinox conversation that we had um, to honor the autumn equinox and that really only two days a year is the day in perfect balance. Oh, okay. And that for me was a really good reminder that came up in the conversation. And there was a little exercise that our friend John kind of led us in on trying to achieve this perfect balance with actually like this little piece of wood and some uh -huh. weights and stuff. And nobody could do it. One person kind of pulled it off, but it was really interesting. And that to me, when I see the four gateways and, and draw back on them, I think of that, like the whole idea is not only being. Yeah. And that sometimes happens. Yeah. Like, okay, that's the goal. No, all of them are a piece. And that is sort of like living out um, for me from the center and being able to uh, really kind of see and feel and experience all of them. And that's why for me, sovereign is so important because it helps with that. That's yeah. kind of how I see it. I can't really do that when I don't have that space to be. Yeah. And so um, I don't, I was thinking as you were talking, not to be sovereign, not to be confused with kings and queens. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to, to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally different. Two <laughs> metaphors. <laughs> um, and the, the other part uh, for me is the north. I, I always like the north, south, east, and west. Mm -hmm. And the actual, you know, kind of like a, the plus, the four directions. And uh, that looking in areas where I am just over-functioning. It's just that simple. And I have this little thing, I have an art journal, we're sitting here looking at it. And I have a thing that says, um, so much warrior energy, OMG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, doing this is really easy for me. Hmm. It is. I've noticed that about you, Kathy. It doing is, it's really easy. And there's not, I, and so, uh, you know, just even listening, like the doing itself isn't a bad thing. It's when doing is at, at the expense of being mm -hmm. or thinking more clearly or feeling feelings that need to be felt. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that is a little piece for me. I like the gentleness. And always for me, it's always about gentleness because I don't like going, okay, so here's the goal. You know, uh -huh. it's different than that. It's actually noticing these whole parts of us that need tending to. Yeah. And uh, way back when, when we did, I don't know if you remember this part, um, but when we did, we did a little coaching group. This is a long yeah. time ago. Oh, I remember. And it was for about six months. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was a year. A year. Yeah, we met group. once a month. And for was, a year. that was like, that was sweet. I got a lot out of it. And I remember processing some of my um, overactive lover. Uh -huh. And just like, just because it, it really, an overactive lover, there's a lot of codependence mm -hmm. and taking on feelings and all these things. And, you know, we put, I remember just walking through this question and feeling it actually in my body, how hard it was to let go. Yeah. Of some of those things and then really center in on a more rational view of a really intense situation. 
and then gain some of what I needed to change that situation. And then, and the being is to like, be okay yeah. with making those changes. Yeah. And it was really significant yeah. for me. And I, yeah. I still remember it really clearly. And it, it truly helped me, but we can't do that unless we can kind of notice and feel where we are. Yeah. Feel where we are and also notice what's trying to happen. So I think again, putting all of this in context is that we want to be functional, effective humans. <laughs> we just want to be healthier, more effective humans. We don't need to be perfect. We don't need to be uh, famous. We just need to be effective. And so when we can um, understand what's happening and how we're feeling and what's getting in the way of what we are really meant to do or want to do, then we have these different forces that can be tapped into and listened to and organized in a way that makes us functional humans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep, help us keep that in mind as we're moving through this fall. And we're going to maybe try to go through each of the four in more, more depth. And then Kathy will bring in some of the things that she's learning in, in her courses too. And these four functions are in sync with so many different philosophies that um, like the four, the four seasons, the four movements of the sun, the four <laughs> directions. Uh, it, there's an ancient kind of wisdom that is basic to human beings so that we can understand who we are and what we're supposed to be doing in the world. So I'm kind of excited to be um, dedicating some in-depth time. I, I love it. I love the conversation. And I think that, uh, we're all finding our way mm -hmm. and that, um, you know, kind of in wrapping up on this being thing and the sovereign thing is that being, being energy for me, you know, it's like really being okay in our skin yeah, and who we are. And when I look at so many of our struggles and what we're all trying to wrestle with, it's, it's really hard for us. Mm -hmm. And so we're overdoing it yeah. in all the other or overthinking areas. overthinking it or yep. overfeeling it. Yeah, yeah. All of those things to try and be okay. And, uh, and uncovering some of those things to really help us learn how to be comfortable in our own skin. I mean, that is it. And that rootedness and groundedness when I have the imagery really of, um, more a healthier whole person and really like bringing that sovereign energy bringing it all together like it is like roots going down super deep yeah into the earth head held high and anchored and that's kind of living out of that center and the interesting part for me about center is that I always thought my center was my heart <laughs> yeah. and it's not yeah. you know it's my gut it's that's that's where the true center of our bodies are yeah. and I love that reminder so for me that's really a big piece of what this is about so anything else you want to add no I mean as we go we'll try to um collect some uh practices that you could be using while you're learning about your own your own parts and uh I think it's really important to uh not just think about it and not just understand it, 
but to kind of get it into your body. So uh, we're right here doing practices and, and um, I don't know. Yeah, I think I that think done. it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be fun to just walk it through. So uh, we do always try and end each of these episodes with just a little reminder. You know, it's a that's a lot. There's a lot there. Where we wish, we, you know, I always wish we were together in a room. Yeah, we were sitting in a circle and um, drawing it on a board and really processing it through together. But we're not. And you're walking right now, or you're driving, or laying on the couch or wherever you are listening. And so um, sometimes just the best I can say is just try and visualize a plus with a North, South, East, and West mm-hmm. with the, um, the sovereign being at the top warrior doing at the bottom uh, left at West is magician and thinking and um, to the East is lover and feeling feeling. And so um, with that, we do always just close one last little thought of this for the soul and one practice. So one little thing is like, ah, just remember this about your soul. I I think I could say the same thing every time uh, that there is something inside of you that knows Hmm. your soul knows and is always trying to nudge you or move you or inform you or nourish you in some, in some direction. So um, a deeper knowing of the whole is what your soul is all about. And to me, that was always, that was good news. You know, I didn't have to figure it all out myself. Like I was left on this earth abandoned to figure it out myself, that somehow something inside there's an organizing force that got it. Mm. Love it. When you said that, just made me think how everything we have, we already have. We already have. Everything we need, we already have. It's not out there somewhere everybody (laughs) it's actually in us already yeah it needs to be uncovered and so with that on the practice side I think just hearing you know thinking about these four areas of thinking feeling doing and being you know which one or ones do you know just are like over functioning right now and then which are I love the language that Phyllis used collapsed underutilized, just like not, not moving um, in a way that, you know, you long for and to really ponder that. And that's really the practice. Like just think about and connect with what you heard here and then say it out loud. Like me, so much warrior energy. OMG. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's what I wrote down. Yeah. I was looking at the words right here. And so that for me is practice. Cause when I saw it, it helped me, it helped me go, Oh, wow. And I have to say, I didn't really see that, um, as clear. And so that's your practice to maybe just go, Hmm, where, hmm. <laughs> where am I right now? Um, so with that, we're just really glad that you're on this journey with us. Thanks for listening. See you next time.